0: just give a, I'm going to start with just a brief introduction of the uh, book of Philemon. Mm-hmm. Paul wrote a very personal letter to his friend Philemon. The purpose of this writing was to ease the way for Onesimus, Philemon's runaway slave, to return to his master. Since fleeing for from Philemon, Onesimus came to, to the Christian faith through Paul's ministry. Paul asked Philemon, Philemon to receive his slave back, not as property, but as a Christian brother. It is a letter urging grace and forgiveness, reconciliation, renewed relationship based on Christ. So I just wanted to read that, just pretty much set the tone. I'm sure many of you may have already started reading this. And even though this is one of Paul's shortest writings, I found it to be very powerful and informative in this one uh, chapter that he wrote. So we're going to start and just break it down into some sections, starting with verses 1 through 3 where we're just looking at Paul's greeting as he begins to pen this letter while he's in prison. So, verses one through three. I thank my God, making mention of you always in prayer, hearing of your love and faith, which which you have towards the Lord Jesus and towards all saints, that the sharing of your faith may become effective by the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. For we have great joy and consolation in your love because the heart of the saints have been refreshed by your brother. So verses one through three, we find Paul basically writing his greetings. And as he's writing his greetings, he is sharing some things about the whole setting to introduce his reason for writing to Philemon, which has to do with Onesimus. But I'm reading from a different version. So if someone else doesn't mind, if you have a different version than what I just read, if you could please read verses one through three.
1: I have an NIV version. Okay. okay. It, it says, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus and Timothy, our brother. To Philemon, our dear friend and fellow worker. Also to Epiphia, our sister, and Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church that meets in your home. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and the
2: Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Amen. Amen. So in this, uh, the first three verses, some scholars seem to think that, um, how did you pronounce this? Afia? 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 aphia a fifth
1: ph- a aphia i'm sorry aphia okay aphia. that's so, right yeah
0: okay so some scholars seem to think that this may have been philemon's wife um any thoughts on that possibly it could be and um i hate all these long names, but Archippus, I'm probably not saying that right. The fellow soldier was said to possibly have been Philemon's son. Uh And I don't know if that's, but like I said, this is what some scholars have said to make the connection that that's possibly could have been his wife and that could have been his son. And so Paul is Is greeting them and also commending them on having their meetings, their fellowship, their koinonia in their home. So he's sending all of that to them in those first three verses just to encourage them basically of what they have been doing that have been working for a while. And if we back up some, even in the book of Colossians chapter four, is where we find out that Philemon first came to become a Christian under the ministry of Ephesus, in, I mean, in Ephesus. And that's how he became a Christian under that household of faith. And then he in turn started his own gathering with other people who have come to know Christ as believers. So, but this also started back in Colossians. If you want to just reference that, it's Colossians 4, verse 17. Any thoughts on that? And I know that's pretty much just the greeting of the text. Okay. And verses 4 through 7 deals with the gratitude and thanksgiving. So, if we have anyone that could read verses four through seven,
3: I have the message version. Great. Okay. Every time your name comes up in my prayers, I say, Oh, thank you, God. Mm. I keep hearing of the love and faith you have for the Master Jesus. Mm rims over to other believers. Mm -hmm. I keep praying that this faith we hold in common keeps showing up in the good things we do and that people recognize Christ in all of it. Friend, you have no idea how good your love makes me feel. Mm -hmm. Doubly so when I see your hospitality to fellow believers.
0: Amen. 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 So here again Paul is sending his gratitude, but he's also including a prayer in his in the midst of him being showing his gratitude and thanksgiving for all Philemon had done. And when you think about when he starts have I thank my God as I remember you in my prayers, Paul realizes that prayer is powerful. We just demonstrated yes. that yes. prior to us meeting to have this study. I heard many people saying, you know, don't worry, just pray. So we realized that prayer is a powerful tool and Paul wants to pretty much set the tone before he shares the news about Onesimus. So we realized that Paul is is giving thanks and showing his gratitude, but he's also saying that prayer, prayer is important. Yes. Prayer is very important. And even in the midst of our praying, that we also need to have faith in the Lord Jesus Yes, and love all saints. So as we're praying, we have to have love for one another. Anyone else have anything to say on that do you find that that's something easy to do at times or is it kind of difficult you know you're saying one extreme you're saying you want me to pray but then you're going to come back and say now I'm still going to have to have faith and in the Lord and Jesus Christ and love for all the saints there's one thing to be disciplined in prayer but now you're going to add to that that I also need to have faith in the Lord Jesus and love for all the saints. Because we, once again, we know what Paul is leading up to. All of what Onesimus does, Paul is building up because these are the things that Philemon is going to have to have in order to receive him back. So any thoughts on that? I
4: think Paul was saying it, it is refreshing once they find them doing what they did in Christ. Mm-hmm. So if we are saints. We should be ambassadors to Christ. And and he's leading up to this just like anything we do. Before we right. start ministry, we pray. And right. the same thing is that he says, my God. He's thanking his God. It ain't That's about right. me. It's about God and the joy that they had. Right. Said, it's refreshing. Like in the bottom, I think it's in seven. He says, for I have derived much joy and comfort. From your love. That's what you're saying about brotherly love.
0: Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. And when he also speaks about this all saints, Mm -hmm. he's being inclusive. Yes. He's including everybody. Mm -hmm. So he's letting it be known that slave, free, whatever, we're all included. Amen. Amen. Anybody else?
1: I don't want to get ahead of the story, but you uh, just now uh, made a a reference to he's leading up to something. Yeah. And what he's leading up to is uh, Philemon's need, absolute necessity for those same um, gifts that he is, you know, uh, giving him credit for and praising the Lord for. Aleeman is going to have to demonstrate those same gifts Amen. characteristics yes. in a few minutes when he gets to the point and he yes. is getting to a point.
0: Amen. Amen. And when, when we demonstrate that kind of faith and that kind of love for everyone, then that does something to those that are listening.
5: Yes.
0: It begins to change their heart. It begins Mm -hmm. to make them, like I said, feel inclusive, that they can be a part of this same joy when they see your joy, when they see your love, when they see your diligence, and they know then that they can do that also. So we have to always remember that everything that we do as Christians, yes, it is individual first, because we first must have a relationship, but it affects everybody that we come in contact with. And we have to always remember that it's for everyone. Amen. 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 So I just want to throw something out just for consideration. How do you resolve your confrontations in situations such as this? And I'm going back to what we just talked about, about praying, having the faith, um, having the love. Are you finding that you resolve your confrontations through prayer instantly? Or do you find that you have to kind of battle that thing out? And I'm just being honest that maybe prayer is just not the first thing that comes to mind because sometimes we want to rationalize and try to figure it out for ourselves but how many of you really find that you find now that prayer is the first place you generally start?
5: Well, prayer would be a preamble, if you will, uh, to my confrontation. But when it comes to the confrontation, I have to go with the Spirit. Okay. And calmly, and concisely speak my truth. Okay. In the
0: situation.
6: In Amen. love. In
0: love. Yes. Amen.
6: Yeah. I. Uh, this is Ivy. So. So. I think. He, so. He, um, so. So Paul has this combination of things right there together: faith, uh, prayer, and love. Mm-hmm. And I think. You know, so faith is is the substance of those things things hoped for. So this is something that I'm wanting, I'm wanting to happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: And people will say, well, my faith is built on nothing else, nothing less.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: And so,
6: so that that nothing less is is is, is Christ is, is that Christ. That's that that's all. It's monumental. It's huge. It's bigger than what what I'm going through, what I encounter, all of that. But 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 my my faith is to be active. And my love, you know I've always I've always said, you know love is an, is active. You know, uh, and faith yes. without works yes. is dead. You know, it's just it just it's just non-existent. But I find I absolutely find that, <clears throat> that if I can pray then no confrontation, confrontation is such that I I don't see a resolution soon soon afterward.
7: Okay. Amen. Hi, uh, this is Francis. I would like to say that I always pray, but sometimes conflict can come at you so quickly and kind of catch you off guard. Yes, um, and that that's not the first thing that comes to your mind. Mm-hmm. It's not the first thing. Uh, I like what, um, uh, Reverend Brown said about speaking your truth. Um, Sometimes, you know, conflict can come at you so quickly that you have to speak your truth, but then you go back and pray and say, Lord, please, uh, let what I said be received in such mm-hmm. a way that it's not, uh, damaging, but mm-hmm. no, I don't always pray before, you know, before conflict, because sometimes you don't even see conflict coming. Okay, good. Amen.
8: Any others? Reverend Krebsak? Yes. Although I don't always pray first, I, I have learned through experience that what the Bible says that men ought to always pray, mm-hmm. that you should always have a prayer for mind and a prayer for spirit, or because sometimes the conflicts, like, like they said, will come quickly and catch you off guard. And I've discovered if I'm in a in a prayerful spirit with a prayerful mindset, generally the concert the, the conflict will not catch you off guard. So it's important that we keep a prayerful spirit and mindset so that we won't get, get caught off in God by our conflict. And the Bible tells mm-hmm. us that we should not be anxious for nothing, mm-hmm. but in everything. Give supplication and make our requests known unto the Lord.
0: Amen. Although we do
8: these things, it's what we really should do that matters, and that is to always pray and to be anxious for nothing, but in supplication, give how we make our requests known unto the Lord.
0: Amen. Amen. All right,
9: this is good,
0: and yeah. I think with with prayer, I'm sorry, I'm um, butch. Go
9: ahead. I, I just agree. I was gonna affirm what I've heard so far, and but not all the time. Like you said, sometimes that's what the Francis said. Sometimes we're caught off guard, and then then you say you want to make. Uh, we definitely should make our our requests known before the Lord, and when we do, if we've you know said something out of, our out out of out of, out of our nature our our natural spiritual Mm -hmm. nature Mm -hmm. you always have to go back i hate to have to go back and ask god please forgive me for what i said, because sometimes the old man will well up and try Mm -hmm. to take advantage but you know i have to rebuke satan a lot of times because you know you have people coming at you with so many different things and and they're not of a christian nature um but I try, like I said, try very hard to see what, what Jesus would do or what he would say. I try to give something positive to every negative situation and then pray to God that what I believe was something that's positive is going to help that individual know what my walk is and the respect that I require as being a Christian.
0: Amen. Amen. And so everything that we are seeing in this letter is things that we can all learn from so even if you missed the mark yesterday we have the ability to trust God and the more we begin to pray and the more we begin to rely on him first I think it will begin to get easier through our journey in Christ amen amen yeah did someone else have something before we move on I don't know if anybody was about to say anything
8: Okay. Well, Reverend Krebs, uh, I'd just like to say one thing. Uh, and and you said it right. You said you think it'll be easy. It's, it, it's not only think. It will be easy. It will. I know yeah. it'll be easy because it's easier Amen. for me. <laughs> Amen.
0: Amen. Yeah. Amen. Reverend Krebs, right. I will add um, I thought twice about
3: adding because everyone what everyone has said is true. Um, I found as a teacher when I when I was in the working profession uh that when I started my day with prayer, mm-hmm. you never know what you're going to walk into.
8: Uh-huh.
3: What students are gonna do that day or what parents are gonna show up unexpectedly. Right. And I found that um many times I was caught off guard, but the days uh that I did begin my day with prayer and devotion. Those days, I was much better equipped to deal with whatever would come my way. And mm-hmm. as a teacher, even as um, a retired person, I find that every day goes better. Things work out more smoothly, no matter what. Uh, you're, you're more at peace and, um, and as I said earlier, more equipped to deal with whatever oh, we Okay, so Amen. I would agree, with Reverend Amen. Tripp, it is, it is a definite. uh um, definite. Yeah, it is definitely uh, true. Amen. Cannot, and he's with you regardless, but just that That's good news. acknowledgement, you Amen. know, that it, you're acknowledging and your faith, you know, acknowledging your faith in him to be with
0: mm-hmm. you is important. Amen. 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 This is good. This is good. So we're going to continue on and we're going to look at verses 8 through 15. Um, We're going to talk about here in this section where Paul is making his plea for Onesimus. He's beginning to make his plea um, or or request um, on behalf of Onesimus. So if, if I have a reader who can read verses 8 through 15...
2: reading from my uh, study bible okay he said that is why i am boldly asking a favor of you i could demand it in the name of christ because it is the right thing for you to do but because of our love i prefer simply to ask you consider this as a request from me Called an old man and now also a prisoner, prisoner for the sake of christ jesus I appeal to you to show kindness to my child, Onesimus. I became his father in the faith while here in prison. Onesimus hasn't been of much use to you in the past, but now he is very useful to both of us. I am sending him back to you, and with him comes my own heart. I wanted to keep him here with me while I am in these chains for preaching the good news and he would have helped me on your behalf but I didn't want to do anything without your consent I wanted you to help because you were willing not because you were forced it seems you lost Onesimus for a little while so that you could have him back forever
0: amen amen and this is a lot <clears throat> yes <laughs> That's pretty rich. Mm. But from the start, Paul did not come with authority like he could have. Mm. He didn't come with like, I'm Paul, I got the right to do this. He didn't do that. But he chose a different course to you. Mm. Paul chose love.
9: Love, sake. Mm-hmm. He and chose you know, love. That, uh,
0: crap, say, that
2: is time when we approach somebody in an humble manner and with love, we can uh, reach them a lot better than if we come at them with, uh, I said do this, or, you know, do this like I said.
0: Exactly, exactly. So he did that, I think he did it because he needed to get his heart prepared. He wanted his heart to be right. right. So he went to him in humility of love. Yes. And that's what he did. Paul is old. He even mentioned he's older now. You know, he is. He's an old man in prison. And so Paul is saying, you know, I don't have to do all the things that I used to do when I had to get someone's attention. But now, because of how sensitive this subject is, this slave left and has every right by the by under the roman law to be put back in prison but paul is saying or or put be put in prison or remain a slave but paul is trying to say i don't even want to come that way i just want to approach you in love and sometimes some may challenge that well yeah that's, that that sounds good but it's hard, it's hard. Sometimes I think my heart is genuine and I really come across like I'm showing love, but sometimes it's not always easy. But if I had to choose the better of the two, I would say love over authority any day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts on that? You think Paul's approach was the better approach to take? Or do you think authority should have been his way of handling this situation.
5: I think, Paul, um, showing love was the better way to come because, you know, when we come at people without love or, or, or if we come at them with authority, a lot of times people have a tendency, you know, to shut you out. And but if you come with love, you know, you can tell people pretty much anything. It all depends on how you tell them. And your attitude when you speak to people, it makes a big difference. You know, you can tell people pretty much anything you want to, as long as you show them respect, yes. love, and honor.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. Amen.
4: I think also Paul mentioned in 13, he says, I would love to have him here because mm-hmm. he could be helping me in prison. Amen. So Paul is really giving up something. So in other yes. words, he's taking a back seat and, and pushing this on to, to, to the other guy so he can be softened up because Amen. Hey, I'm not going to just keep him here because I need him to preach or be in prison with me. So he's Amen. basically giving something. So now it's a compromise. Maybe he will soften the other one up to do something. Amen. Now,
9: now I want to just soften him up. It would probably the, the people that he was going to speak to, instead of being like, looking at Paul as an authoritarian, if he's ministered to a younger person, say maybe he's reaching out to a younger generation, he'd be able to come across to that crowd much more with the love and a pass a passive nature than say being authoritarian type. Well, I know this, I know that, you know, and that's my take on it. But
5: he wasn't only just just speaking of love and coming to him in love. He was actually showing love. Yeah, even yes. yes. not willing to give up, you know, this, this, this brother, you know, to benefit, you know, the other people. Amen,
0: amen. amen. Reverend
3: Krebs, amen. verse fifteen. It says, um, in the message version, that said, maybe it's all for the best that you lost him for a while. Speaking hmm. of. Um, Onesimus mm-hmm. and um, you're getting him back now for good and yeah. slave this time, but a true mm-hmm. brother mm-hmm. that speaks mm-hmm. of God's powerful transformation. Exactly, mm-hmm. he has transformed all of us if we if we're honest, honest. about it. Mm-hmm. And none of us as Christians are what we used to be. That's right. So you know that transformation, just like Paul himself. Mm-hmm. I think he was Saul at one time, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. The Lord changed his name. Changed. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, oh, letting Lord. him know that you know this is not the
8: same
0: man that you knew once before. Exactly. Exactly. And,
8: and, and the- Reverend Krebs and Reverend Crepe said, "Uh, I I think Paul also is doing it also for Philemon, or uh, Philemon. He's doing it for him because we have to remember." that Onesimus was once a slave. And according to the background history, he had stolen money from Philemon and escaped to Rome. Mm -hmm. And Paul was talking to Philemon to let him know, uh, don't get overly upset. Don't get, get so angry to the point that you want him back in jail like he deserved or you want him back in slavery right. like he deserved. Right. But Paul is appealing to him that Philemon, is, I mean, that Onesimus is no longer a, a slave who don't know Christ, but now he knows Christ because he, Paul led him to Christ. And now you must treat him as a brother and that you must forgive him. Mm-hmm. And not only when you do that, but he will be some good to you he'll be dearer to you than he was to me. So you Amen. need him. But he's softening Belima's heart to let him know to forgive. Because we have, we have to watch out there because sometimes we can go off the handle. We can okay. go off the handle. You know, you done stole something from me and, and, and then you're going to go away and I, and you're supposed to be my brother? Mm-hmm. You know, we can we get upset about that sometimes and we can get overly uh, concerned about that when we really shouldn't. And Paul is trying to soften his heart with the words of love and encouragement as well.
0: Amen. And it's almost like I'll use the an analogy of someone who, I hope this is a good one, somebody who has uh, done some wrong. As a result, they went to jail and somebody paid their bail and said, I will vouch for this person. You have my word. They will do, you know, they will be in court. They will not escape. They won't do anything. They will be there. But in this case, Paul is pretty much saying you can bank on this one because he's just like we've all said. He is not coming back the same man that he was. He is coming back a believer. And I am here to testify that it's already been paid at Calvary. So (laughs) you don't have to worry about him running anymore. You don't have to worry about him leaving because this man who was once lost, has been found in Christ Jesus. And in addition to that, you notice so far you have not heard in this passage of scripture any mention of the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So far we have not read anything about the Messiah, about Christ or anything, because Paul was demonstrating who Christ was through his action. Mm -hmm. So Paul was being the witness to share the good news of the gospel according to what Christ had done for him. Mm -hmm. And so you're right. Many of you have already said he didn't need to return immediately because God used Paul to do some work on Onesimus so that he could go back free in spirit. right, And not go back as a slave or with that slave mentality Mentality. because Christ has freed him and he freed him indeed. Amen. Amen. Any other comments?
9: Please please. (laughs) speak.
0: One of
1: the things... Oh, I'm sorry. Somebody's speaking.
0: You're fine. Oh,
9: okay.
1: One of the things that occurred to me through this rich discussion that, that we're having is... The idea that uh, Onesimus was the slave of this man, exactly, not the servant mm-hmm. of this man, of Philemon. So it is not likely that Philemon treated him as uh, he should have or could have. And the fact that he stole, ran away, seeking his freedom, found Paul, or Paul found him anyway. Mm-hmm. Found Christ through Paul mm-hmm. is is testament to the fact that uh, Philemon needed transforming as well. Amen. Amen. He needed Amen. a transformed Amen. heart, and Paul appealed to him and was able to get him to understand that this is another brother in Christ, mm-hmm. not a slave. Amen.
0: Amen. Got uh, another question? Oh, I'm
2: sorry. Now I was gonna say because it said I wanted you to help because you were willing, not because you were forced. Amen. Yeah. So that's a good point. Yeah.
9: Amen. I'm. I I got a question. Am I to understand that um, Omnipus, whatever his name was, Omnissimus, Omnissimus, was he in prison with Paul when he was sent out to Philémon? You
0: know what I was reading. Up, I know he met Paul while he was in prison, but it didn't, it didn't. See, I didn't read it as he was in prison, but he met Paul
9: Well Paul was. But, a-
0: could, but help me, scholars. Um. So, what are you take that in reading that he was in prison also?
9: Uh, I'm just. I'm asking the question. I'm not sure. I'm not. No, I'm
0: asking everybody. Are you? Re- did anyone else read it that? Onesimus was in prison with Paul because he's sending him back.
1: Hard to believe that he was in prison with Paul. Paul is still in prison. Right. So who so, would have so. released, right. released him? But he had at some point encountered Paul. And he did. He him. did,
2: yeah. yeah. The he- says that from his prison cell, Paul had led Onesimus to the Lord. So oh. he had to be in contact with him. Paul was still in prison. So, so he could have been in the window contact.
0: somewhere. He could have, yeah, could have been talking to him. I don't, yeah.
8: Uh, Reverend Cripps. was
1: helpful to him at some point.
8: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I I know that he had met Paul in Rome. I don't know whether it was in prison or what, but it was in Rome where he met Paul.
9: Mm-hmm. Okay.
7: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: So, I have a question to throw out. How could you prepare to be a mediator between people in need of reconciliation? No right or wrong answer, just
8: food for thought. Teach them the teach them the, the better way. Teach them the, the, the way that Christ would have you to talk to men and, and to mediate and, and, and between men when they're having a serious conflict. Uh,
0: and how would you teach that person? You know, how would you demonstrate? I mean, if they say, well, how do you expect me to do that?
2: Reverend
8: well, Klapsack,
0: let think say that.
2: The first step would to be. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
8: Go ahead. No, you you can talk.
2: No, you go ahead, Reverend.
8: Well, well. I'm sorry. It just it just it just happened to me the other day. Okay. And 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 I was talking to one of my neighbors upstairs. He had a serious conflict with my neighbor who lives beside me, mm. and he wanted to go get his gun. Mm. It has gotten to that serious. And I I had, his father was a pastor. That that doesn't mean he was saved because he's not, although his father was a pastor. (laughs) But we talked and I said to him, what the best solution and the value of not doing what he thought about doing. I thought, what was it worth? Mm -hmm. It wasn't worth what you want to do. And you know, you know, you know, I know by knowledge wise, even though you haven't accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, knowledge wise, what's the best path to take. And then think about the consequences of what you're going to do. Is it worth it? And think about the responsibility that you have to your son in particular that you love so dearly. Mm -hmm. What would happen to him? And, 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 And the next thing I know, before the day was over, both of them had become good friends, and they were paddling around together again.
7: Amen.
4: Yeah. Amen. And you have. To, you of have to I, I, I think a uh, reconciliation. There has to be a lot of uh, communication and prayer even before you even try it, mm-hmm. because God ha- has to be in the mix, and the yeah. the person, the, the forgiveness is not for that other person, it's for you. Because if you don't forgive, your heavenly father ain't gonna forgive you. So you can have that conversation going on there.
0: Amen, amen. Any others?
8: But you know what it takes, Paul, internally? You got to have a loving heart. It has to be, you have to care for people and for the person. You have to have the love of God in you for another person. Even with us making reconciliation between unsaved folk, they know when you care for them and when you love them. Even they know. And we got to have that love in our hearts for them and concern for them, for their best interests. Uh, my, My neighbors tell my other neighbor, they call me Pops. Mm. And, he, he, and he say, Pops prays for me every night. I don't know how he knows that, but I pray for him most of the time. But they say, you do what Pops tell you to do. But, but my, I have a concern for them and a love for them, especially when it comes to Christ and the coming to Christ. Even though they're the wildest, some of the wildest folk that you ever want to see. They are. But hey, you still got to love them. And you still, and your purpose is for them to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior.
0: Amen.
4: Uh, it, it, it's not just the unsaved. A lot of saved folk need to be reconciled, even in the church itself.
0: Amen. 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 Right. Amen. And Jesus himself called us all to be peacemakers. Mm-hmm. And all Christians yes. have to put forth an effort when it comes to being reconciled one to another. Um, and it, it does take time. I get things, you know, may be complex, but our call from Christ is that we are to try to be peacemakers, be as peacefully with one another as we can. Amen. Amen. And we're going to finish up with the last few verses, 17, 17. Um, to 25 where he's coming down to just the final um, closing of the text and the final encouragement. So if someone could read verses 17 through 25.
3: So if you still consider me a comrade in arms, welcome him back as you would me. If he damaged anything or owed you anything, chalk it up to my account. This is my personal signature. Paul and I stand before, I'm sorry, behind it. I don't need to remind you, do I, that you owe your very life to me. Do me this big favor, friend. You'll be doing it for Christ, but it will be but it will also my heart warm. and what,
0: what verses
3: did you ask
0: um, to the end? 20, 25, all the way to 25. Okay, this is a I think message,
3: I message version. I know you well enough to, okay. know, to know you will. I'm sorry. You probably go far beyond. <clears throat> you will probably go far beyond what I've written. And by the way, get a room ready for me Mm
5: -hmm. because
3: of your prayers i fully expect to be your guest again a pastor my uh cellmate in the cause of christ Mm -hmm. says hello Mm -hmm. also my co-workers mark uh let's see aristicus Demas, and luke all the best to you from the master
0: Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. So Paul is, is pleading with Philemon mm-hmm. on the basis of kingdom partnership. They're in this thing together and Paul is just saying I'm just pleading with you basically to just do what's right in the sight of God just do the right thing. And I think sometimes when we have another sister and, uh, or brother in Christ pleading with us in such a way like Paul is doing, we can begin to feel the genuineness of the heart to know that they don't mean us any harm, that they are leading us in the right path. And I think this is exactly what Paul was trying to do with Philemon.
4: I think he was working in real good Not only what he's appealing, I know you even gonna do more.
0: (laughs) Right, you know how to work Mm -hmm. that thing. He did work it. You're right. You're right.
5: Amen. Amen.
0: And even when he went on to say about and if he has done and if he has done you wrong or owes you anything, charge it to him.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: Just charge it to him. Say that again. I'm sorry. They put it on my account.
4: Exactly. It sounds like the Good Samaritan on the road, doesn't it?
0: Right. Yes. (laughs) Anybody else?
1: I also am uh, moved by the, the level of faith that Paul expresses when he not only sends uh, Onesimus back, but he says, I'm coming. I'm coming. I know yeah, yes. I'm, I'm coming is. out of these chains. Right. I feel That's right. I know I'm confident that you'll be obedient, but I'm also going to be, get my room ready. Exactly. Because I'm
7: mm-hmm. coming. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 So, the lesson that I found in this story had um, the basis of this whole chapter was about reconciliation. And I know mm-hmm. I heard somebody in their prayers. I don't know who it was. For some reason, I want to think it may have been Sister Newman, but somebody said something in their prayer about reconciliation. And Cornania, fellowship, mm-hmm. because when we are reconciled, we should have fellowship one with the other. So as you examine your heart, are there people that you need to forgive regardless of the wrong that they have done? And if so, let us prayerfully ask God what steps should we take in order to come to forgiveness and healing so that reconciliation and fellowship can take place, amen, 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 Amen. well, that's our lesson um, for this evening, I pray that uh, this chapter, this one chapter, bless someone, I know it blessed me, because I know we've read uh, the book of Philemon before, or several times, but it's always good to have a refresher, a reminder, because you normally see something or hear something from others that you didn't get the first time around. So I am prayerful that uh, we found more in this story than just a slave who ran away, but a slave who ran away and came to know Jesus Christ is a great way to end the story. And so whenever you're faced with any obstacles in our lives and we, we all face them, Help us. Let us all just be encouraged. Let us all be encouraged that regardless of what situation you may encounter, if a slave can be changed, there is hope for your situation because the same God that was with Paul is with us today. Amen. 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 So um, as we prepare for closing, I don't know if there are anything, any announcement that needs to be mentioned at this time um, that needs to be shared. Terry, do you know of anything that needs to be shared or anything at this time?
2: Sorry, I was on mute. Um, I don't don't have anything, thank
0: you. Okay, so I do, um, of course we all, get the newsletter um the updates but i do know that there is an event on friday for the um back to school i mean the out of school function from 5 30 to 7 30 um so for those who signed up at the church um we look forward to seeing you on friday and with that said do we have any prayer concerns or anything to lift up at this time
9: yes I have a prayer request. My godmother uh, in Atlanta is in the hospital. She's 85 and she loves the Lord. She's, she's, she's confessed to me said, which I've been in for 85 years and God has blessed me. And whatever God's will in my life now, she said, I will accept it. And her name is Ann Hunt Jones Smith. She was a, uh, a, uh, one of my my, my instructors, uh, when it came to uh, school when I was in high school and in the choir, and she's in there with COVID, and I ask you your prayers, all the saints to do the, do do God's will in 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 her life. Let God have His way in her life, and that she uh, be healed in one way or the other, in Amen. her request. Amen. Amen. Amen.
8: And Reverend just keep me on the prayer. Uh, you know, I'm having some serious kidney issues yes. and me- medical issues. So continue to keep me in prayer.
0: Amen.
4: We pray for traveling mercy for our pastor and his family. And also uh, pray for Jordan and Shanice. They are moving to California. And uh, pray for traveling mercy for them. Amen.
3: Okay. Amen. I lift up all that are sick. Those within the hospitals, those uh in nursing homes, those at rehab clinics, those out in the street. And I also lift up those who were going in for heart surgery or any type of surgery or dialysis that God would continue to heal um Carol Evans and all Denise Snipes and all of those that are yes, yes, under under the weather. Yes. And Deepa John
5: Grind. Yes. Uh pray for traveling mercies for my daughter, Autumn, and family who are moving to Ohio.
9: Oh, okay.
5: Her husband got a promotion and had to go to Ohio. So they're
9: getting ready to move now.
0: Amen. Amen. I do uh, want to just continue to lift up my daughter, um, Charity. Uh, it's been a year on Sunday since she had her fall. Um, she still doesn't have movement in her ankle, uh, but we are believing God that He's not through with her yet. So we're just asking that you continue to pray for complete healing.
7: Amen. Amen. I would like to. Um...
3: Hold up, all our children in summertime. I, I, I know you, you, know. I always say something about the children, but they're our future. So I just ask everyone to just bless all of our children.
0: Amen. 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 Amen.
1: I ask prayer for uh, Mr. Christmas, who's with us tonight. Yes. Amen. 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 For Doctor Debenham as well. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen.
7: Amen. Uh, we had a beautiful lesson tonight. Beautiful lesson.
0: Amen. Well, I don't want to cut anybody off if we don't have any others. If we can close out um, with prayer, if you would, by your heads. Father, we want to first of all thank you for being with us and guiding us in the way you would have us to go tonight.
9: Amen.
0: Thank you for the Holy Spirit who promised never to leave us and who would guide us and lead us to all truth. And we pray that we have done that tonight. We pray that something was said or something was heard that touched the heart of everyone that was on this call that will help us to rely more on you. Yes, Father, you are awesome You are wonderful. You are loving. And we can't do this thing called Christianity without you. So teach us every day that you give us breath in our body to be more like you. And we know that you can do it because you promised you would be with us. So, Father, we had so many concerns that are lifted. And I may forget some. But you heard them all. You already knew about the concerns before they were uttered. Yes. So I just want to lift up, Butch, Godmother, um, Miss Ann Smith, that you will heal her body yes. in, the name of Jesus,
7: in the name of Jesus. Because we
0: know that there's enough healing in the hem of your garment to make anyone whole. And we plead the blood of Jesus on her life. We also lift up Jordan and Shanice, who will be uh, traveling, relocating to California, that you would grant traveling mercies. And the same God that's been with them in North Carolina is the same God that resides in California. Likewise, I lift up Autumn, um, Reverend Brown's daughter, who her family will be moving to Ohio, and I pray that you grant traveling mercies for them as well, and that you will help them to know that you will still be with them wherever they go, Lord, and that you will keep all of them that are traveling in perfect peace if their mind is stayed on you, and then, Father, I lift up those who are sick. I lift up those who have pending surgeries and those who are going in for heart procedures, those who are in the rest home, those who are on the streets, those who just don't know which way to go, that you will heal them in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. My daughter, Charity, that you will continue to bring those ligaments back together that are not working the way it should because you made her body so you are capable of bringing it back together and then I lift up our children during the summer times Lord there's so much temptation so much evil out in the world Lord and I pray that you keep those children help them not to get in any trouble Lord help them not To be in any danger, Lord, but help them to stay on the right path in the name name of Jesus. Jesus. I lift up Deacon John Bryan, and I ask that your will be done in his life in the name of Jesus. I thank you for Brother Christmas who's on the call, and I thank you for Deacon Detnam, and I thank you for everybody whose name is on the sick and shedding list who may not be present but God, thank you that you're always present because you're with us.
5: Yes. So I no, just no.
0: want to give you the glory. And I thank you, Lord, for Reverend Tripp, Lord. And I pray that you will continue to work his situation out as it relates to his kidney and yes. anything that's going on in his body. Lord, all I'm trying to say is, God, we need you.
9: We need yes, you. Lord. yes, Lord. We Lord. need your help. Yes, we do, Father. We
0: need your direction. Yes. yes. We need your love. We need your yes. forgiveness. We need your guidance. Thank you. And thank you, Lord, for our pastor, Lord. And I pray for his family. Yes. Yes, That you will bring them back safely in the name of Jesus. In
7: the mighty name of Jesus. Pray
0: for everyone on this call, whether some lifted up a concern or not, you already know our heart. Yes. Yes. Pray that we will continue to give you the glory and the honor for the great things you continue to do. In Amen. Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
5: Amen. 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 Amen.
9: Amen. Amen. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Amen. Amen. Uh, Lesson, Paula. Thank you so
9: Praise much. Amen. Thank you. thank you. Yes. Thank God.
0: you.
8: Praise God. Amen. Everybody
0: <laughs> have a good night. Good, good night.
8: night. Nice yeah. Love you.
0: Bye-bye. Love you.
8: Good night.
5: Good night. Good night.